So you've been thinking about becoming a coach and you're trying to figure out what coach training program you should choose. I've been there and it took me way too long. (laughs) And so I've got an eight point checklist of things to look for when you're trying to find the right coach training program. Coming up next on the Coaching and Positive Psychology Podcast. I'm Valerie Burton. Thanks so much for joining me. Welcome to this episode of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Podcast. We are in the middle of a multi-part series for those who are considering becoming a coach. And in this episode, I just want to quickly go through eight very specific things you need to look for when you are trying to figure out what coach training program is right for you. Now, this is from not only years of training coaches, uh, but also from my own experience. I took forever to choose my coach training program. (laughs) I mean, I looked at every program. I overanalyzed. I overthought it. Um, I was hesitant. I didn't know if I wanted to make the investment. I was trying to figure out if it was really necessary because, of of course, coaching is an unregulated industry at this point, although it may not stay that way. So it's really important to think about your future and what your goals are uh, in terms of using coaching in your career or in a business. And Do that in such a way that helps you find the right program for you the first time around. So here's what I want you to be thinking about. Number one, you want to choose a coach training program that teaches true coaching by industry standards. Now, here's what I mean. People use the word coach very freely. And a lot of times they're using the word coach and they have no idea what professional coaching is. It's just a label to slap onto something because it sounds good. And people know at this point that coaching really works. Major organizations use coaching. Fortune 500 companies have internal coaches. Federal government agencies have coaching programs throughout their organizations. And the reason is coaching works. But if you're not paying close attention, you will notice that there are a lot of programs out there that are showing up in your social media feed. You might find them when you do a Google search and they've just attached coaching to whatever it is that they're doing. So by coaching industry standards, you want to understand the definition of coaching, really helping people to maximize their personal and professional potential and using the coaching process to do so. It is not mentoring. It's not consulting. It's definitely not counseling. And so having a program that is aligned with industry standards. And when I say industry standards, at the CAP Institute, we use the International Coaching Federation uh, core competencies as an industry standard. And most coach training programs that are serious about coaching want to be aligned with those industry standards. So make sure they're talking about real coaching. And it's not just someone that figured out that they could make some money training people and calling it coaching. Number two, choose a program that focuses on helping you to build a strong coaching foundation before diving into some kind of specialized training. 
So there are all types of coaches, right? You could be a relationship coach. You could be a leadership coach. You could be a real estate coach. You could be an ADHD coach. You could be a strength coach. There are lots of different types of coaching, all of which can be extremely valuable. However, if it's coaching, it needs that foundational element to it. And so you really want to learn the foundation of coaching before you move on to specialization. Think about that in any profession, right? A medical doctor doesn't decide, oh, I'm going to be an anesthesiologist. They first go to medical school and everybody, no matter what kind of doctor you are, has a foundation for how they practice medicine. And then after they've built that foundation, they go on to specialized training. The same is true with coaches. So get your foundational training so you understand those core competencies and the principles that apply no matter what type of coaching you're doing. Number three, choose a program that holds itself accountable to a larger professional body. Now, this takes some humbling on the part of a coach training organization, but it also represents a degree of integrity. When you are willing to submit your program to an outside body who could deny you approval or accreditation, what you are saying is we stand firmly on what it is that we are doing and how we are doing it. So when there is a larger professional body, for example, we fall under the approval and standards of the International Coaching Federation. That means that they know who's teaching in our program. They have listened to recordings of our actual trainings. They understand our uh, rates of graduation. They have all kinds of information on every element of what we teach, what our course curriculum is, what standards we are holding ourselves to, what core competencies we are teaching. And so there's just something to that that is extremely validating and reassuring when you are trying to figure out which program is right for you. Because the question is, if a coach training organization refuses to hold themselves accountable to anyone else, why? Why wouldn't you want to be able to prove that you are teaching what you say you are teaching. And so look for that. Who are they holding themselves accountable to? Another reason that is important is because, again, anyone could create a program. And because it's an unregulated field, there might be a point in the future where it becomes a regulated industry. And the likelihood is that uh, whatever government agencies would be over that process would then look to the larger, credible, professional bodies who have developed standards as a starting point for starting to regulate the industry. So you are ahead of the curve when you choose a program that is already aligned with a standard-backed set of competencies, um, ethical guidelines, and so forth. All right, next, choose a program whose trainers are experienced, credentialed coaches. All right, so you want to know who's teaching and why should they be teaching me? What experience do they have that gives them the right <laughs> to teach? 
So you want to know who those trainers are and why they were chosen. Um, You can get so much from your trainers. Inspiration, um, and very importantly, a lot of uh, coach training and, and how you learn is by being able to observe good coaching, being able to ask questions of people who have been there and done that and know what they are talking about. So, for example, when I was trying to figure out what uh, coach training program I would uh, go through, I remember going to a particular uh, large university that had a program and they had their trainers answering questions. And I started asking questions. And one of the trainers was a professor at this university, which is fantastic. But she actually said she didn't coach that much. And when I asked very specific questions, she didn't seem to be able to answer them better than I could. Um, I had already been through a little bit of training, but I needed more training. And I realized they had trainers that had less experience than I did, and that wasn't going to work. Even though having their name on my resume as my trainer might have looked good, I wasn't going to get what I needed. And I was serious about really learning what it took to coach well and to be successful and profitable as a coach. So I wanted trainers who were successful and profitable in their own coaching practices. You want to look for that in your coach training program. Number five, choose a program that offers mentor coaching. So a part of the process, um, if you should choose at some point to become credentialed by the International Coaching Federation, uh, is that you have to be mentor coached by somebody that holds a PCC or MCC designation. That's a professional certified coach or a master certified coach designation. And that can be anyone. You can go out and find your own mentor coach. But oftentimes, if you choose mentor coaching within your coach training program, number one, you know that it will align with what's needed for your future credential. But number two, it's probably going to be less expensive than going out on your own to find mentor coaching. So you want to make sure you choose a program that offers that as an option. Number six, stay focused on your goals for coach training. So you can't be sold on features that don't matter to you. Have you ever had the experience of maybe going to look for a big purchase? It might be a a new television or a new car. And you knew what you wanted when you went in. But then you find yourself there with the salesperson and they start talking about all kinds of exciting sounding features. If you spend more money and you get caught up (laughs) and you end up walking away with something that it might look good, but when you take it home, you might realize I didn't need all that. I'm not even using it. So you want to make sure Look, it's it's okay to have people that are just there to answer your questions, but you want to make sure that you're not just being sold on something and then you lose sight of what your real goals are. Write those goals down and be clear about what it is that you want. And before you make a decision, look at the program and then look at your goals and make sure that what the program is offering meets every single goal that you have. Number seven, look for a program that supports the development of your coaching practice. Listen, it's most important in a coach training program that you learn how to coach 
really well because coaching really well becomes your best marketing tool. Let me tell you, because when people are getting results, they're going to talk about it. They're going to be more than happy to stick with you over a long period of time as their coach and to tell everybody they know about how effective you are at helping them. So great coaching equals really great marketing. At the same time, it is different from just getting a job if you're starting your own coaching practice. Also, if you're working internally in an organization, oftentimes people are not that familiar with what coaching is. And so you want to look for a program that helps you understand more than just how to coach. Because if you know how to coach well, but you don't have clients, whether internally or in your own business, you won't have the chance to coach very often. So you want a program that supports business development, helps you understand how to market as a coach, how to set up your practice that offers you all the tools you're going to need to be able to do that. So while business development is not at the core of coaching well, business development is essential to being successful as a coach. And then number eight, choose a program that feels right. I know that's not just like a logical next step. This is about trusting your own intuition that even if something lines up with the things that are important to you, you want to make sure that it also is a good fit for you. It shares your worldview. If you feel like uh, understanding from an academic or research perspective is important to you, look for that in your coach training program. If you are looking for a program that aligns with certain values that you have, don't ignore that. Because how the program is taught and the kinds of people that you will be with in that program will be reflective of those values. And so being able to go on this journey and feel fully supported in who you are is important. So be clear about what your values are, what matters most to you, and don't discount your gut. Pay attention. Do what feels right for you, because oftentimes, although we can't explain it, when we have that little yellow flag, we should pay attention. So if you've got any yellow flags where you're feeling like, oh, I don't know if I should move forward, don't ignore that. Choose the program that feels right for you. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Podcast. I know the right program is out there for you, but using this eight-point checklist will help you know you're making the right choice. Thanks so much for joining me, and I'll talk to you next time. If you're already a coach, but you aren't certified, check out our certified personal and executive coach program at the CAP Institute and our mentor coaching experience. Just the kind of training and coaching you need to take your coaching to the next level. You can find out about both at capinstitute.com. That's C-A-P-P institute.com. And don't forget, we'd love to hear from you about this podcast. Just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We read all of them. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I cannot wait to talk to you on the next episode of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Podcast.